to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And I may have my voice back, so... <laughs> Almost Yay. 100%. Almost. Still not 100%. I'm yeah. still coughing. And right before you came in, Liz, to the Zoom, I was coughing. It feels like I have like hair stuck in the back of my throat. You know that feeling? It's the worst. The dry tickle. Yes. Nothing you can do about it. <laughs> I know. Like, how? This is like over two weeks now. Yep. Anyway, I'm glad mm-hmm. that I sound a little bit more like myself. Glad to be back. We're discussing season four, episode nine, The Lights in Carroll Park, written by Patrick Massett and directed by Christopher Missiano. Original air date, January 13th, 2010. In this episode, Coach Taylor and Buddy try to make a park safer for the East Dillon players. Tammy feels distant from Coach. Julie makes a new friend while volunteering. Becky faces the consequences of her one night stand with Luke. Yeah. You predicted that. I did. I was like, there's no way this is Tim Riggins, baby. There's no, no. way. Yeah. I Honestly, I don't even think this show would do that. It would just be like too icky, even though really they're only what, two years old? Like Tim's what, two years older than her at this point? I know that's it. But it just seems like so far from each other. Yeah. And he their does. life, their life paths are so different now. Yeah, I agree. Or not. You know, like, what is Tim doing? I guess we'll get there. He's just drinking beers. What's he doing? That's all he's doing is just drink. How does he have the money to afford beers? Well, I mean, he's drinking the cheap stuff. So, I mean, his rent's cheap, right? (laughs) And he just does Riggins Rig stuff and drinks beers all day. What a life. What a life to be Tim Riggins. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's start off with what's happening with Carol Park. So after Tinker hasn't shown up to practice in a few days, Dallas Tinker to be exact. Who would have known? Who would have known? Coach visits Carroll Park, which is considered to be a sketchy part of East Dillon. And while he's there, he's questioning like, hey, has anybody seen Tinker? Uh, a 12-year-old boy is shot. And this causes Coach to want to get the lights turned on with hopes to make this a little bit of a safer place for the players who live in the town and also just the kids to hang out at night. I loved in the chat, we were all like, coach didn't even flinch whatsoever. Almost like, was that a gunshot? Because he didn't react at all. Do you think he was just so much in shock? I I guess. I don't know. If I heard it, I'm gone. I don't know. I don't know where I'm running to, but I'm going somewhere. You're running. You are running. You're running. He just or taking there. cover or something. Like he just stood there. Didn't know what was happening. And this poor little boy got shot. I mean, luckily, yeah. I think he will be okay, right? He's yes. Like, he didn't die, but you know, it's sad, where to yeah. come from. I know. And so, coach turns to Buddy for help to try to get the lights turned on. Hey, can you co- can you talk to Mayor Rodell? And which Buddy's just like so Buddy in this episode. Beyond, he's like cringes. He's so cringy. Yes, and he's he the says, ultimate Buddy. He's tr- exactly. He is the ultimate buddy in this but episode. also like in a nice way i can't yeah explain he means well it's just the language mm-hmm. like when he says oh yeah me and marinelle had a thing before you know she played for the other team i was like dude did you have to say you that? wish you wish right. <laughs> also buddy keeps saying he wants to take back the park and coach yeah. is like no it was never his to- park to begin with right we're not taking anything back we just want to clean it up Buddy goes to get his barbecue order at Ray's and 
he tells Virgil the plan to clean up the park and he tells him straight up like you're an idiot for trying like there's no way that the kids are going to respond to you it's not going to happen um, but he shares with him his contact Eldon and he's like this is a guy you guys should talk to he can speak to the kids and so coach Buddy and Virgil they meet with Eldon and he straight up tells him like you need money for programs you need support from local businesses and it needs to be ongoing this can't just be like oh no I saw a shooting and I'm worried you know like this needs to be like a constant upkeep and something you guys really want to participate in your time going forward right yeah I was really happy that Virgil was a part of it I know you know because he's been so distant these past few episodes when you learned about his history with football and things like that so I was happy to see him contribute I guess he feels like yeah I would love to see this happen but I'm busy and I have to run my business and my kids grew up in this town so I would love to see it happen but maybe I can try and help in some sense yeah. So it was and so, nice. Yeah. And while they're there, Buddy suggests a football game, like a friendly football game of the Lions versus the kids of the park. And they all weird. think this is a great idea. <laughs> this is weird. Well, it's like everybody loves football. So it's, it's like, just. But why did they have to? Why couldn't they split up the teams? Like what we didn't mean? have to have like the Lions versus these new kids. We could have like. It, I don't know. I felt, I felt like it was like very much like these are the Lions and these are the outsiders. I feel like if we mix it up, if it was a friendly game, why couldn't we have mixed up the players? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Because it was it, it was a bye week and coach says to the team, like, I don't care if you go or not. Like, this is voluntary. Yeah. We're just going to have some fun. Maybe they did it so it's like, I, I don't know. Like, you guys can have your, you guys can be to yourselves. You guys introduce them to the Lions. But also Vince is like used to hanging out with his friends at the park too. Mm-hmm. He knows yeah. these guys. Anyway, so we get to game night and Coach is having the lights turn on. And so he asks Eldon like, hey, do you have any expertise on like breaking into something? <laughs> so they jump a fence. They break the padlock. They switch the lights on. And the boys have a fun game. Yeah. They did. They performed well. And I think did. the town was surprised to see how much they're starting to really be a team together. Yes. And yeah. they, you know, there was a lot of, I'm sure we'll get to it, a lot of like Vince on the other side in this episode. So it was interesting yeah. to see how he is trying to be something and do better. And then he's getting smacked in the face with like all of his history and past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can go right into Vince. We open up. He's trying to get a job and he's facing all these obstacles because he's filling out applications and they ask if you've been arrested before and he's not lying about it. And so he circles. Yes. But every job is starting to think twice about him. So he reaches out to coach asking like, hey, would you vouch for me? Would you think of me if you think of any jobs or can I put you down as a reference? And coach is like, yeah, I will do that for you and ends up getting him a job at Ray's Barbecue. Yeah. He thought that this was he's like, oh, I, I. You could just tell on the coach's face, like, yes, I'm really proud of you for yep. doing this. What's this Big Mary's thing? Is that what the barbecue place is called? It's not. It's, it's called, called Ray's. It's called Ray's Barbecue. He's Virgil Merriweather. I think they call him Big Mary as a nickname. Merriweather. Okay. Did not yes. understand that. That makes sense now. Yeah. And this will continue going forward. They keep calling him Big Mary. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, like you said... Vince is like super hesitant about this job also because 
we keep slowly learning more and more about Vince and the Mary Werther's weather weather <laughs> the Mary Weather's relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, last time we saw Vince had Jess over for dinner. Yeah. And his mom idolizes her. Right. And it was like seemed to be cordial. Right? And now she's like, I want no part of him. But I'm just so, I'm just very lost and confused. I feel like I missed an episode. I missed a chunk. Something is not adding up. Yeah, something's not adding up for me. I'm just confused by it. Yeah, I think it's this, Vince is very much trying to stay on the right track. Especially now that he's working for Virgil, right? And Virgil like sets like strict rules. You're getting minimum wage. You're going to show up what you're going to do. You're not going to flirt with the girls. You're not going to, you know, joke around with the guys and also stay away from my daughter. Right. And I think him seeing Landry, the really good guy, be with Jess, he's like, well, of course she's with him. Like he's a good guy. I'm not like he knows. And I'm sure deep down like that self pity of I am someone who has a past and I'm trying to be better, but ultimately you feel like you probably can't get there because you'll never like live up to what you think you can. And then seeing Landry step in like, yeah, okay, of course that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, (sighs) and Landry and Jess's relationship seems to be heating up. They -hmm. share this really cute moment in the car. He's going over there after her shifts to close with her. And then at the football game, Landry, just goes up to Vince and like it tries to explain himself like let's just get this out in the open I know you guys have a past if you're gonna hit me hit me and oh, Landry <laughs> I know right and then Vince kind of just like looks him up and down and taps him on the shoulder and it's just like respect you know yeah he's just like all right it's not my time right now to to do anything about this yeah, yeah I think from what I gather and I know it obviously hasn't been said you know it seems like they had once maybe as kids liked each other and then they both kept on their paths but went separate ways and then she saw that he was hanging out with the wrong crowd getting himself into trouble and while she's probably still attracted to him and knows deep down inside he is a good person she won't allow herself to go there and also we've seen the way he has spoken to her in the past so she probably doesn't respect that at all but it does this it does seem like she's like she looks back she stares at him for a while it's like oh this is so awkward it's like just say something at this point but I'm sure we'll get there well I'm curious when we first first saw like the interaction between Vince and Jess at that party and we were like ew like what he said to her I don't Mm -hmm. remember the exact words but we were both like really turned he was like oh something like you know, you know, you want a piece or like something like that. Yeah. And I wonder if at the time when the writers were writing that they didn't really develop of what they would become, Mm -hmm. because it seems like now, not to say Vince wouldn't say that, but their relationship just seems more deeper than that. Yeah. There's more of a like a deeper history than just this. I'm an asshole to you. Right. It seems like they had this bond kind of like this, like deep connection but it at some parts, it seems like she's almost afraid of him. But then sometimes she's not like she just seems like when she's around him, she's uneasy. But I'm hard. I'm I'm having a hard time reading that as is she uneasy or is she just uncomfortable because she knows there's something there? Yeah. Yeah. 
I know. And I foresee, as I predicted, I'm sure we'll get to it with questions and, <laughs> and things like that. But yeah, I can see this being a real problem <laughs> for my, my Landry. Yeah. Uh, the last point I just want to add about Vince and his storyline is when his buddies show up. Well, not really his buddies. It's like Calvin and his new friend group shows up to the right. job demanding free food, causing a ruckus. And, Vin, you know, Virgil comes out and shuts it down. And I'm just like really proud of Vince and the way he acted in this scenario. Like he did not react. I love that Virgil said, you know, you're above it. You're yep. moving on. You're being you're better than them. And Vince is like, I'm not. Yeah. And he's like, but you're here and you're making a difference in your life. Yeah. So I hope that that continues and Vince sees like, yes, how good you can be. Yeah, I know. Uh, Becky finds out that she's pregnant from her one night stand with Luke. As we said, we're very happy it's not Tim's. I mean, but I mean, I'm Luke. heartbroken. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying like I'm happy she's pregnant. And no, she's being very standoffish with Tim. And Tim thinks it's because of the kiss they shared. And he apologizes to her. And Brecky, Brecky, Becky breaks down and tells Tim, listen, I'm pregnant. And also I'm very upset with the fact that you said you regret that kiss because I don't mm-hmm. regret that. Yeah, that was hurtful. It was hurtful. He, you know, he knew he knows that she has such a thing for him. Yeah. That, I mean, obviously he probably shouldn't have kissed her at all, which is a whole different entity. But just saying that when you know that this girl does have feelings for you, that is really hurtful. I know. And he's like, I just didn't know what to say because I thought that's what you wanted me to say. Like Such typical, a typical Tim. answer. <laughs> I know. You know, so hearing that on top of you finding out some humongous thing about the, the, the thing that will change your life forever, regardless if it's an abortion or not, it's still that whole huge decision that you have to make. And just like on top of that, Tim being like, eh, bet nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but obviously we see like Tim's not giving up. He's trying to be there for her. He tries multiple times throughout the day, like and yeah. probably mold over the course of days. Like, why are you answering me? I don't want to be like this. Like, why is mm-hmm. it so awkward thinking it's all his fault? It's all his fault. At this point, before we see her talk to Luke, did you think it was Tim's? No. So you, I, you I just... I was very, very positive that it wasn't. Obviously, it could have went anyway. But I was just like, no, I just don't see that. And they do not tell you, I guess, on purpose, what has happened between her and Luke and what has happened between her and Tim. And then towards the end, well, even before that, she does go to Luke, it is yours. And it could have been a whole different scenario, too, of like she tells Luke, Luke it's his and it's not his or she goes i thought she was going to say i'm pregnant to tim and it's yours like try and trap him Ooh. something you know Ooh. but again this is not our typical teen drama this isn't just, one tree hill i'm always on edge when it comes to teen pregnancies and things i hear you so i just was like you know i know it's not the type of show it's not tim's baby i'm like we did this with jason not that it's the same scenario but with jason Aaron? did yeah jason Aaron, they you know had an oopsie and decided to keep it and, you know, he that's what he wanted for his life. And while Tim does want to have children, he's reiterated that a few times. I, it's just not now. Not right. now. Yeah. What did you think about the way Luke responded? 
He's so sweet. Typical Luke. I didn't I didn't see it going any other way than that. You know, that's just Luke's character. He was like, I just want you to be happy and you to be safe and for you to fully think this through and not to rush the situation. And he is putting it on her, but also being like, hey, you know, like, I don't want to be a dad yet. But also it's something weird about me potentially having a child out there. So I don't know how I feel about it. I feel really uneasy about it. So he is voicing his opinion, but not in a way where he's pushing it on her. And that's just exactly how I pictured Luke to do it. He was very sweet. And I'm sure we'll get lots and lots of questions about what I think is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So I will wait until uh, our pal Molly gets yes. here. Yes, patron Molly is joining us for the second half of the show. I'm very excited to talk to her about this. Glenn, this storyline is still going on, but this is the end. I do promise you, but we do <laughs> okay, have to good. talk about it. He comes to East Dillon. He feels it inside of him. He has to apologize to Eric for kissing Tammy. And Tammy didn't tell Eric because one... This isn't a big deal. And two, they haven't really been able to connect. And so I do, however, enjoy and I find it very comedic in the scene where he is explaining to coach and you see coach boiling and being like, "Okay, what else am I going to (laughs) say? He's like, you're okay with it? And he's like, well, no, but I I really have. And also you'll be seeing me. Very funny. (laughs) And so then Eric brings It it up to Tammy And they're in bed and they're talking about it. And I'm glad that this really didn't go anywhere. They laugh it off. Coach is like, great, by proxy, now I've kissed Glenn. Are you kidding? Uh, And she's just like, did you hit him? And he's like, why are you worried about him? Yeah. It was funny. I I liked it. I really appreciated their banter of being mature adults. And like, well, I feel bad for Glenn, Glenn that they're laughing at it. It's like, hey, at least they can laugh at it and move on he they're both comfortable in their marriage but also like you know it's kind of like a a light bulb you know we don't really know what's happening in each other's lives we should fix that and then I'm sure we'll talk about Katie and Joe McCoy and how that's another light bulb of like how we should talk and we are we gonna get divorced like I don't know what's Mm -hmm. gonna happen and so I get the device I'm just like really yeah (laughs) still had to use the Glenn situation (laughs) this episode or at all. And I feel like they added in the Joe and Katie thing just for this. Just so we see Tammy and Eric needing to nurture their marriage. Yeah. Because we hasn't we haven't seen her in episodes like since the start of the season, since yep. basically him and JD and her had that whole situation. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was kind of like, oh, let's give the audience just like kind of a summary of what happened there because Clearly, I don't see Katie coming back onto the show. No. And the use of that device to draw, you know, show Coach and Tammy, this could be us. Yeah. And I'm glad that they get their little cute date. They exchange I love you's near a lake and discuss their first date. Yes. Very cute. Uh, Julie, she signed up for Habitat for Humanity via Tammy. And she ends up really enjoying herself. She has a little crush on Ryan, who is a part of the project. And Julie shares her honesty about how she just got out of a relationship. I'm not ready to go to lunch with you. But hey, if you want to make out, no strings attached, I'm down. Yeah. Listen, I give Julie credit. I give her credit. I was surprised, but also I'm like, well, it's Julie. Yeah. So maybe I'm not surprised. (laughs) You know, she's very forward. Mm-hmm. generally so yeah um you go girl also didn't see that coming so 
I mean, I did when we saw him. I was like, oh, maybe they'll just like each other. Maybe we'll develop this a little bit. Obviously, he does seem like a rebound. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him, because he didn't seem like he just wanted to hook up, but he was okay with just hooking up for now. We'll see if that changes. Like, what guy is going to say no? I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, this pretty girl is like, hey, could we get food and like hook up as well? Like, no strings attached. Like, what dude's going to be like, actually, no, I-, I can't do that. I know. That's true. And I think, I guess at that point in my life, if that was a I'm trying to think of like approached on the other end if like I asked a guy out mm-hmm. and they said hey like I'm not really ready for anything oh god forget it it's like the typical <laughs> it's so biased I'm like it my is. opinion is so biased so I, I like the I device know. we did here but I'm yeah. also like if it was the other way around it would have been icky if the guy did it Oh, for sure. Like, it's such a double standard there. It really is true, because here we are. Which we're is like, bullshit. Yes, Julie, like, you owning your sexuality <laughs> and knowing what you want, and this this is your boundary. This is what yeah. you want. And, like, if a guy did it, we'd be like, ew. I know. But then again, like, props. you yeah, right. Like, props to him for being honest that he's heartbroken yeah. still, but also just kind of wants a distraction. Yeah. But also, if you were a, a girl that heard that, you would be like, fuck this guy. I know, <laughs> it's so true. I'm sorry, world. I do not mean to be like that. But, like, that's the reality of it. And it's fucked up. And I wish I thought differently about it. Yeah. I think it just depends. I know if I probably heard that. Or maybe I could also see myself, like, being so young and being like, yeah, that's okay. And then, like, fully falling and then oh, being like, shit. absolutely. Right? And, like, like, you got it, dude. And, I'm and not I okay. I see it maybe happening in this scenario because it seems like, I was just going to call him Matt. It seems like Ryan mm-hmm. really kind of wanted to go there with maybe dating or seeing where this was going. And this kind of, like yesed her into doing it and I'm interested to see if he'll develop feelings for Julie you know would be cute they're a cute little Aryan couple so (laughs) (laughs) I mean I just Matt Barr he's adorable so cute but also all I see is Psycho Derek I know (laughs) I really I'm like oh he's creepy what's he gonna do and he's been in so many other things and still still I'm like Psycho Derek One Tree Hill I know because we were scarred. That that was the first. It wasn't though. It it wasn't though. He was in the OC. Yeah. I just didn't. He wasn't a creep. You know what I'm saying? We Mm -hmm. remember him because he played an awful character. Yeah. It's very funny. He's he's very memorable. He is. Yeah. But that's the summary for our episode. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to have our total bitty patron Molly join us. Yay. Welcome back from break. We're joined by our Total Betty patron, Molly. Hi, Molly. How are you? Hi, everyone. I'm good. I'm so excited to be talking about FNL. Oh, last time we spoke to you, you were on We Are Liars, which was, I mean, you were just like a wealth of knowledge and a bundle of joy. So we really oh my appreciated gosh. that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. That's so nice of you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm like a podcast rookie. So I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah. You guys make it easy. So 
Oh, well, thank you. Okay, well, before we get into questions and comments and all of the things, tell us about your Friday Lights journey. I mean, I'm on it for the first time ever, so I'm loving it. I have cheated and kind of like moved ahead of the podcast because I'm watching it with my partner, Tyler. If you listen to We Are Liars, you've kind of heard about Tyler a little bit, but um, he's like a full-on fan now and had never watched it before either, and so he's like not patient enough to like wait you know, so we are in season five currently, so I won't do any spoilers, but um, yeah. Are you liking season five? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're like at like episode, I don't know, like nine or something. And so like, we're getting, mm -hmm, we're getting really close to the end. And so honestly, like this is so embarrassing, but I like to watch things while I cook, like things that I've already like seen or like, don't feel like I have to pay that much attention to. And I've just started it over. While I cook. Oh. <laughs> because it's just like familiar and like I'm sad that we've gone through it because we binge to catch up with you guys. And so it's like gone really quickly. And so I'm like sad that it's almost over. So I've like honestly just kind of started it over. Like you started the series the over or season five yes. over? No, the whole thing. <gasps> <laughs> wow. So how are you liking a like such a close rewatch essentially is it better the second time are you appreciating it in the background as you cook (laughs) yes yeah I mean I'm not paying as much attention I would say but like it is like kind of whiplash right because you're like towards the end of the show and then you go back to the beginning and you're like whoa 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 hold on like you know what I mean because you kind of forget where you are so worse yeah so I love it I it's like probably gonna be like on the top of my show list from Mm, here on out nice my sister has watched it too and encouraged me to watch it because we grew up in, um, you know, relatively small town in Kansas and it was very football centric. Like our high school football team was really successful for, I mean, a lot of the time I was in high school and our, there's a D2 college in my hometown too. And they were really successful um, at the you know, time, like when I was in high school and all that stuff too. So it's just a big like football town. And so it, there's a lot, like, I feel like watching it, I like know people in the show. It's like, we're not from, I'm not from Texas, you know, it's not exactly the same, but I feel like there's a lot where it's like, oh my gosh, I know that person. Like, right. It's like familiar. You're like, yeah, oh, that seems like yeah. that would be accurate. You know, so it's just kind of like fun and nostalgic. And, you know, I went to, I graduated high school in 2010. And so I'm like a little bit younger than these kids, but like close enough that it's like, you know, yeah. it feels very like my high school yeah. situation. So, wow. What did you think about this episode? Do you have any questions or comments? Which I'm sure you do. Yeah. I wrote as with, you know, normally I wrote everything I love down it in the little notebook. My little notebook. Um, well, I really liked the episode. I, I like struggled to, we'll get to it, but like I struggled to get to like a shittiest like my shittiest was like a huge reach um yeah everyone no one had shittiest who wrote in we were all like Vince's friends right I know (laughs) I thought about them at one point I was like them I mean they're being kind of like shitheads but like also yeah you know they're not like shitty people per se but anyway so yeah I really like the episode I this whole I kind of had forgotten because we are in season five we went back to watch this and I was kind of reminded of like how much in season four we get introduced to that like is supposed to be in Dylan that we just never knew about before. We like did the whole, 
East-West situation. So, you know, and like a lot of this is about Carroll Park. And so I was like, was Carroll Park there? Is this new? Is this like in a, like outside of Dylan? Like, where are we at? You know, I was like having that moment where I was like, I really enjoy season four and five. Like, I think that's rare for a show to be able to come in like with a whole new, like slew of people you're supposed to care about. But I think they did it really well and I really enjoy it. But then I'm like, hold on though, because like the entire landscape of Dylan, I feel like has changed. (laughs) Yeah, they just created it. Yeah, Yeah. because like seasons one through three, it's like very rural and you have a lot of like driving on gravel roads and trucks and fields and, uh, and you still have that. But then it like, there's all this like really kind of inner city feel too. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't, dislike it I just was like this is I was kind of reminded of like wait a minute hold on I forgot that this was all in Dylan like we haven't moved right yeah right we were just introduced to the east part right and so then I'm like so that were they all going to just Dylan like what is now west Dylan yeah I remember we were talking about this when the divide happened and Kilroy right isn't that the isn't that the other, they were talked about like the dividing line and because mm-hmm. we were confused about it too. Like wouldn't Vince, like wouldn't they know these kids? I know. I wish someone I know. would know. <laughs> I wish someone knew. Like, I know. Write, write in and clarify it for us. Anyway, it's just like an interesting, like you get introduced to, like Carol Park and like, obviously we've known about Ray's like the whole season, but that's like a new place too. And it just, I don't know. They're one of those things. I know it's true. I mean, we know, right. we don't go to Alamo Freeze anymore. Right. Uh, Dylan Pizza once, or Panther Pizza, mm-hmm. where where Maddie worked. Where Matt, I mean, yeah. those two established. Now everything's just raised barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No more Applebee's. We haven't been to Applebee's in so long. I know. No, nope. I know. I mean, go local, right? Like raise over right. Applebee's. Well, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> right. yes, yes. And maybe it's because we're not associating with Panther lifestyle, right? Like Panther lifestyle was Applebee's. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's where the boosters right. hang out. Now it's like, no, our lion boosters, we go to race. We go to so race. So it's just yeah. seeing. Right. Which That's is, a we're good just point. seeing yeah. the yeah. east side of That's right. town. The east side of town. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's totally valid. I think that's, yeah, yeah it's just interesting. And actually, yeah. so we, I mean, Kansas, like I live in Kansas City. We're like a big barbecue town, obviously. I'm a vegetarian, so I don't really have like a stake in yeah, the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think that like, Texas versus like Kansas City barbecue is kind of a thing like but it's funny we have a a local there's like a kind of more hole in the wall like just family owned place called LC's and it's just like very race like it LC like our LC's is race so it's just fun I'm like oh my gosh it's LC's and it's Tyler's favorite barbecue spot so yeah shout out shout out to LC I've been to Kansas City once it like as you were talking like wait a minute I went there for a work trip in 2020 yeah. Didn't, yeah. Yeah. That, it was fun. I didn't have barbecue. Um, but do you have any specific questions? I have lots of people sent in questions, but I wanted to start with yours first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when was the last time you filled out a paper application? I was like, whoa, throwback. <laughs> I feel like the only time I fill out paper applications is when I go to the doctor. And what I don't mm, understand, mm-hmm. and maybe Liz can, can fill us in because Liz works for uh, an eye doctor. Why do you have to fill out the forms beforehand online? And then when you get there, you have to actually fill them out again. I mean, we don't even have paper forms anymore. We just have people do everything electronic because we're supposed to be paperless. However, people still try and do their due diligence and print out the papers and then fill them out. And then I'm like, I don't actually need them now. <laughs> but that's just us. 
So I don't know why they do that. And then every year you're supposed to sign like your consents, like mm-hmm. your HIPAA and all that. Like you're supposed to do that every year and people get annoyed and I'm like, well, yeah, you got to do this again. You got to consent again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's annoying. Paperwork yeah. is just annoying. Yeah. yeah, I work for a nonprofit profit health center here um, in Kansas City and I'm not clinical in any way, but um, but yeah, like there's that yearly stuff. You just have to do it. But yeah, I mean, we're moving to more digital stuff, but like I mean, we still work in paperwork a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I haven't applied for a job in a while either, but I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. Like the last time I filled out a paper job application was like when I worked at the pool in my hometown. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even I, remember. I think maybe, same. maybe like gap kids when, <laughs> when I was in college. Like, I think honestly, so mine was probably Coldstone, which was like what a wait or something like that. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's been a while. Um. Oh, and also, so I was telling Tyler yesterday when we watched it, I was like, you know, as a young person, I remember like watching media and it always being this huge thing, like with teen pregnancy and like talking about abortion costs and all those things, and like as a like younger person, like I never personally had to like actually go down that road fully. But like, I remember like that being like it, that being kind of a fear of like, oh my God, like they're so expensive. I'll never, you know, and then you're like an adult and you're like watching these kids talk about, I need you to give me 150 bucks because I can't whatever. And I was like, oh my God, like, I know that that's a lot of money as a kid. And it's still a lot of money. I'm not saying that, but it's just so funny. Like looking back in those scenes as a an adult like those scenes just hit so differently yeah yeah Yeah, the perspective the scope of it is and she is not gonna tell her mother well so it's not like well not yet at least but you know I guess if they did have a closer relationship she could have said hey mom I need the money or like this is my situation but yeah $300 to a 16 year old that seems like a lot of dough Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And like, honestly, like I would be in her position. Like I probably wouldn't have told my parents either. Like I probably would have tried to do it like under the radar and like I had jobs, but like my parents watched my bank account. So like I could have taken out that money, but then they would have been like, what did you take out $150 for? Like, what'd you need that for? You know? Right. Like you would need cash under the table. Yes. Like so crazy. It's so funny. Like looking back, it shows that that you were, you know, I didn't watch at the time, but like you would have been watching at their age. And then I'm like oh, yeah. 30 <laughs> watching this show. Yeah. It's just yeah. so different. So, yes, it is. Um, And then, oh, I thought you guys would um appreciate my like Lorelai call out. So Tammy walks in with like her wrap dress and I was like, oh, my gosh, so Lorelai right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. she looks great, first of all. But yes, she's I'm such like, a babe. She could rock anything, but oh, I, I know. love that. Yes, I and she that. is such a babe. And Tyler, like every time we watch an episode or like talk about Friday Night Lights, like he's like, Tammy Taylor's my hall pass. Like every time. I'm like, I know. I know. Same. I, me I, too. Me too. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. She's all of our hall passes. Coach, whatever. Like, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. But yeah. And like Connie Britton does not age. Like today, she still looks exactly like yeah, that. It's so crazy. beautiful, yes. gorgeous. Yeah, he like reminds me every time we watch an episode. He's like Tammy Taylor. He's like, but he's like specifically Tammy Taylor. Like, <laughs> I get it. I get like, it. Same. 
I get it. Um, I didn't know the tinker's name was Dallas. That's what I wrote down. I was like, oh, he has a first nope. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. not just tinker. Yeah. No idea who they were talking about for like five oh, minutes. Oh, I know. Same. I was like, so I literally wrote down, tinker's name is Dallas? <laughs> See, I was like, Dallas, question mark? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. They answered yes, it. Yes. But... Yeah. yeah. And then they called him Tinkerbell. Oh, my God. I know. Tinker. I know. I love that. <laughs> I know. It cracked me up. He's one of my fave characters of the later seasons. So. Same. All right. Let's go into some questions from our listeners. We'll start with Mike. He asked, do you think Katie and Joe's split was meant to happen story-wise, or do you think they just couldn't get the actor? I personally don't know. I don't know, you know, obviously Liz doesn't know you're a newbie. I don't know if you did research on that, Molly, since you are ahead. <laughs> I I said, and earlier we talked about this when we were going over the episode, I think it was just thrown in there as a device to show that the Taylors need nurturing in their relationship. Yeah, I think it was both. You know, like, okay, Katie hasn't been around. Maybe we couldn't get the actor. Maybe not, but let's just sum it up here. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're not focused on the McCoys anymore. So no, there's God, no need. I hope, I hope it's like, yeah. Get by, right. By season four, they're out of here. Right. I know. God, they were yeah. so unlikable. And like, I'm fine with having unlikable people in my shows, but I just like, ooh, they really grinded, ground my gears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I've been saying is, yeah, I think you're probably right, Michelle. Like, the it's like a device of like, She's like, hey, did you know they were getting a split? You know, and she's like feeling distant and all those things. So maybe it just feels out of context for me. But I was also kind of like, why are we even talking to him? Like, what I don't understand. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to go off of that, and this is actually if works well with Mike's next question of should Tammy have told Coach that Glenn tried to kiss her? Like, do you think we also needed that device? Like, did we need Glenn to come back to say to Coach, like, hey, I kissed Tammy you know, you didn't know. Nope. Like, did you think that was necessary? So there's like, we didn't need both. Just one would have been fine. Yeah. Which like the kiss thing probably for me at least felt more relevant because it was like a bigger thing. Like just randomly bringing in Joe to be like, also he kind of used that manipulatively like to try and get JD out of trouble. I feel like to be like, well, he sure did. Of course, you're just such a I just hate him. But I agree. Mm-hmm. You probably don't need both. And for me, the kiss thing felt more relevant. And also, like, I super enjoyed watching Coach respond to Glenn. Like, the laugh manically and, like, the uh, scratch of the head. Like, but uh-huh. the, I was like, oh, my God, he's acting the heck out of this. I just thought it was hilarious. So do you think that Tammy should have told him? I would have said something just because, like, I would, like, have struggled to keep that. Like, yeah, to myself, but also Coach is like a hothead. So I think that like if she would have come home that night and told him, like he would have gone in his truck and like drove, like driven over and like <laughs> you know punched Glenn in the face. So yeah. I don't know. She honestly was probably not telling him more out of like preservation of Glenn than even out of her own like relationship. Because- oh, for sure. I mean, she says like, "Oh no, did you hit him?" And he's like, why do you why do you care about him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm sure her whole life she's had to deal with like people hitting on her doing things because she's so, you know, amazing and gorgeous and all of those things. But um, now if Glenn were to do something again, I feel like she would have had to say something like, hey, I just like he it's continuing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Psycho Derek, who is who we call who we know him from One Tree Hill. He he's Ryan in this 
episode Mm. um, played by Matt Barr, but Mike's a psycho Derek and another teen drama that makes three. Which of his portrayals have you liked the best? How long do you think he'll be around for? Jacqueline also wants to know. Not even to the end of the season. Okay. We're on episode nine. We have three more. Uh, uh. Hey, you know what? Let's give it. Let's give it to the end of the season. Okay. And I think by then they'll both have decided like we knew this what it was what it was. And now we're done with it. Yeah. Because she's going to go to college. And he works for Habitat for Humanity, right? So mm-hmm. that travels around. Right. How old is he? Mm. <laughs> Could be a cringe situation again. But I know, because okay. it's like it's not clear whether he's like in college or has graduated college or didn't. I mean, right. obviously not going to college is an option. But yeah, it's not. Right, college age. Yeah, yeah, college aged or maybe even like recently graduated. Yeah, I don't know. I've not watched him in anything else. Oh, right. Yeah, you have. So you don't know him as Mm-mm. anything else except Mm-mm. for Ryan. Yeah. yeah. I also like, I mean, he didn't do anything wrong, but I also even considered him for my shittiest because he was like, let's go to lunch. And then she's like, do you want to kiss and said, he's like, yeah, totally. You know, it's like, oh, come on. I mean, he didn't do anything yeah. wrong. She asked. It wasn't yeah. like he did anything creepy, but there was just. Right. Like- it was like consensual. She started the conversation, but I totally get what your head's at with that. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, okay, you didn't actually want to get lunch. You just wanted to get closer to her. That's true. Maybe he'd... Okay, so that's another way of looking at it. So we obviously prior discussed this. And while we were proud of Julie, I said if it was reverse, we'd have been like, fuck this guy. All he wants to do is hook up. (laughs) But maybe you're right in in the sense of, hey, you want to get some lunch, hoping it will lead somewhere. Right. And he like, obviously like somewhere did it more like the nicer way to do it is like, hey, let's get to know each other. So like, right. I mean, he's not actually shitty. I just was like, I don't know. <laughs> Tyler and I also were like anti-Julie, which is maybe not like, I don't know, like common feeling, but we're just like very anti-Julie. No, that is a common thing. Julie is not yeah. well liked across the Friday Night Lights fandom. Probably like a pretty good portrayal of a teenager, right? But like yeah, as a result, I'm like- don't like you and so like a lot of the like a lot of her plot lines like I'm just like whatever don't care like you know so Ryan didn't stand a chance with me because he's just tied to Julie (laughs) yeah I don't really feel as though I necessarily care about this situation either like it Mm -hmm. doesn't affect me either way what happens with it um yeah i mean julie is not my favorite either mm-hmm. but i feel like her storylines that don't revolve around matt are like oh not so great yeah like i guess yeah i agree i'm like kind of wondering i mean obviously she's coaching tammy's kids so she has to be there like she hasn't graduated she has to stick around because right. we know that they're still there so she has to be somewhere but i'm also kind of like i don't really understand the point of this storyline like, honestly, this is going to sound so bad and gross because we were just saying, like, the age thing is weird. But honestly, like, it w- would have been more interesting if, like, it wouldn't have been so, like, normal and consensual and whatever. Like, do something, like, make it steamier or something so that we mm-hmm. can, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Or just don't have it. Yeah. I don't know. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to get her to the next of let's see her rebound and get over mad and 
we still have to deal with Matt at some point. So Of course we do. I feel like, and this is nothing against Julie as a person, but the fact that this guy, Ryan, who I'm sure has built lots and lots of homes with other people, of course, is like, that girl's cute. Like, of course, like for story purpose, it's Julie. That's the cute one. Like, it could have been anyone mm-hmm. there. But of course, it was Julie. So it was like a little, a little predictable and frustrating that like, that's what we do next with her in a way. A grape, just a little grape. Yeah, and I obviously like watched a little bit past, and so I know some of the things to come. But and like Tyler said this when we were watching it last night as well. It's like Julie doesn't have a storyline that doesn't involve a guy, right? Since the beginning, like she goes to the like gay bar with Devin. Like, cool. Let's go somewhere. Like, let's make them friends. And like when she was like friends with Tyra, like I was. I guess that's a plot. Like I'm. I'm not giving credit, but like. I loved that friendship. I was like, oh, I like Julie because she's giving Tyra a chance, like, because I love Mm -hmm. Tyra. So, but it makes me not like, because it's well written for the most part, but I just, it makes me not like Julie more. I'm like, Mm. you're so obsessed being connected to a guy that like, you're so, I don't know. She like makes bad decisions. Yes. I very much agree. Yeah. Wow. It's very eye-opening, Molly. I mean, now thinking about it, it would have been great to just see her do this Habitat for Humanity that Tammy kind of forced her to do and she got enjoyment from doing that right and no exactly or like just had this guy as a like a friendship and we're like and they talk you know you really inspired me and you you know you got me over this hump in my life and this breakup and like why did we have to go romantic and like thank you molly for bringing up tyra because yeah other than that you don't remember her having any other storylines besides being surrounded with Matt, which granted we did love them as a couple. And I think they, they could have had a very, and might still have a very good relationship, but then we have the Swede and then we had her teacher. And then like, we just, it was like just all these guys and it's just very boring and tiring. And the fact that we're now just jumping into another potential relationship, Mm -hmm. it's like, ugh, can we just have something different for her? Yeah. So it it makes her a little bit unlikable, even though it's not her fault. Right. 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 Yeah, exactly. It's like now I'm like doubling back. I'm like, maybe I just don't like Julie because of the plot line she was given. Right. But also, the, right. you know, like that's the name. Of I the know. Game it's like a full circle show. moment. I know. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline, she wants to know, did either of you have a job where you had to clean toilets? I feel like it's such a first job trope, but I definitely cleaned toilets at my first job at a grocery store. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, I Hell never did. No. I didn't have to clean toilets at the deli. That was my first like job besides pet sitting and babysitting. Yeah, I've had two jobs where I've had to clean toilets. So oh. I, yes, so I, and one is like chiller than the other, but I actually, when I was in the fifth grade, my um, parents, we moved in, within the same town, but my parents opened up a bed and breakfast. And so I actually worked at the bed and breakfast for like oh. the whole rest of the time that I was at home. And so obviously like you had to clean the rooms and, you know, change the sheets and clean the bathrooms and all that stuff. Now it was only like a three bedroom B&B. So it was like small. You're not like getting into like crazy messes like you would at like, you know, a hotel or something. But then I think I mentioned actually earlier, I worked at the pool. And so um, I did that Mm -hmm. for like a handful of years all through high school and like first year of college. And there were like, um, some like opening shifts and then like closing shifts and stuff that you had to do like you know 
cleaning and whatever. And so like, honestly, like for the most part, we kind of just like, cause it was all so wet everywhere. Anyway, we honestly just like hosed everything <laughs> down. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's you know, okay. so it wasn't like yeah. what Vince was doing, which was like, you know, like on your, yeah. Like scrubbing. on your knees, scrubbing and yeah. So it wasn't quite that like intimate. Uh, Will has some trivia. The community organizer in this episode played one of the central characters of season one of The Wire, D'Angelo Barksdale. Another reason why you should watch that show. I've watched the first season of The Wire. We've talked about this. I haven't. And I'm like honestly embarrassed by it because it's like totally my type of show. And I just need to watch it. You just have to be in the right like mindset to watch it. But I know it's amazing. And it's like absolutely up my alley. So I just need to watch it. That's exactly why I haven't gone back because I'm not in really the mindset to watch that important Mm -hmm. type of show. Yeah. And I'll admit that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So Vic sent over some rapid fire for you. Are Mm. you ready? Okay. Let's see how rapid I can be. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Tyra or Lila? Tyra. For sure. Tim or Jason? Tim. For sure. (laughs) Who's your crush? Uh, I mean... Him problematically and like coach. Who'd, yes. who'd be your best friend? Good question. I mean, I would like to say Tyra just because I think she's like such a badass and I love her. Um, I mean, as like an adult, like Tammy, because like now I'm adult. So it's like I look at it a right. little differently. But in high school, like, you know, Tyra or I don't know, like maybe even like a little bit of Matt, but then like there would also be some of like Jason in there. Like, I don't know. I kind of like blurred the lines of like clicks, if you will. So like it was kind of all across the board, but I'm going to go with Tyra because I just admire her. Okay. Uh, Becky or Julie as Tim's friend? I guess. <laughs> I mean, he never tried, like he never like hit on Julie, but <laughs> I just like <laughs> Becky better. <laughs> So okay. I guess yeah. Becky. Uh, Landry or Vince? Oh, what a conundrum. I mean, for Jess or like just in general? I think according to you for Molly. I'm going to go Vince for Jess. And then like in general, I will go Landry just because we've known him longer. That's fair. Yeah. Hmm. And then F. Mary friend zone, Tim, Matt, or Jason? Uh. F Tim, <laughs> Mary Matt, friend zone Jason. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's what we'd have to do. Yeah, that's my answer too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, would you hire an ex-con depending on what they were arrested for? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that that's like becoming more of like a kosher thing these days. Like, like Absolutely. you know, yeah. Uh, we have you know organizations here in Kansas City, and I'm sure all across the nation that are like specifically targeted towards like, you know, people coming out and like figuring out how to like do life again. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think like if there was like something with like an underage person, then obviously like they maybe shouldn't have a job that's like dealing with minors or something. I don't know, you know? So there's like some obvious like lines Mm -hmm. to draw. I mean, especially in like Vince's situation, like he's such a young kid and it's just like a, you know, he's just a result of like his circumstance. So it's like, you have to give him a chance. Right. So. Right. Yeah. What about you, Liz? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, thank you everyone for sending your questions. Uh, what was your favorite quote? 
Molly, we'll start with you. Um, okay. Oh, I actually have two. I'm cheating as per usual. Um, <laughs> when Tim said I was due for a rinse, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny, but also it's like, oh, you just know what that boy smells like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you think about it harder, like, it's like a deeper, like, meaning to it, like, in terms of coach evolving when they're at Carroll Park and, like, the other team is showing up and Tammy's like, hey, babe, 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 whoa, 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 I think we have a problem. And he's like, oh, that's just the other team. I loved that quote. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. you know, anyway, I loved that. I thought it was like, it was like a just a cute, quippy response, but it was also like, kind of showed his like comfortability with like his new situation which i mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i was gonna tell you tyler's oh yes tyler's <laughs> yes he said he loved when um he was like it was problematic but but he always kills him so when he said me and her had some history before she played for the other team <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god buddy. the extra buddiness of this episode okay i only just had tinker who tinker bell because that <laughs> really yeah. got me and then i had you know by proxy i've now kissed Glenn. yes that's a good one <laughs> i love it yeah a uh, favorite coaching corner moment yeah tyler and i had the same one and it was when um coach like had that recruiting moment with the like eighth me grade too, with maurice. yes maurice yes me too i loved that i teared i i, I like, teared got too. emotional yeah, and I love that he like talked to the kid and was, you know, and then he turned was that guy's name Eldon or did I make that up? Okay. Eldon. He turned to Eldon mm-hmm, and was like, mm-hmm. You make sure he shows up, okay. Like I just like I loved it. I mean, <gasps> there's obviously you could say like that's a little selfish because coach like wants a talented kid, but also like he's you right. know, but like I yeah, just I think, know, like, I know what you mean. We've seen mm-hmm. it time and time again with coach. Like he obviously has like he cares about winning and having a good team, but he also like cares a lot about like the kids and everything. So I just, we both loved that moment. Yeah, I think it just shows that Coach is like the ultimate coach. You know, he's coming into this town and like I can see, you know, in a few years, this kid joining his team and changing his life, you know, the trajectory of his life could be so different if he had someone who looks out for him like Coach does. And Coach just literally, for lack of better words, coaching these kids is really going to help keep them out of trouble so it's all like a win-win for everyone hopefully so i really did love that moment i'm glad we all had that even tyler like it's unanimous (laughs) yes yeah we normally don't have like the same answers but it was just like so it was so clear i feel like yeah uh mvp and shittiest molly who's your mvp uh so my mvp for the episode was ray i thought he like really like he's doing the right thing for, you know, the town, like he showed up, you know, he was like, so kind of standoffish and didn't really want to be involved when we met him. And he showed up to the like little meeting about Carroll Park and helped organize it and all that stuff. And like, even when these like two like white guys roll in and they're like, we're going to save everything. And he's like, shut up. You are not. And also you're Mm -hmm. not doing it alone Mm -hmm. because they're not going to, you know, he's like, all right, let me get involved because like, you're not going to know how to do this. So I love that. And then he gave um, Vince the job, which like, I think was probably against every instinct he had. Um, So I just, I loved that. And then I also gave a blue ribbon to Tim because I feel Mm. like he 
I mean, we didn't see a ton of him, I felt like, this episode. But, you know, he was like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I love Taylor Kitsch and, you know, and swoony over Tim. But he's, like, owning up to things and trying to make things right. And he, like, I we saw him, like, be a little bit anxious about something for, like, kind of the first time, yeah. I feel like, ever. And I don't know. I just, like, he, like, cared enough about yeah. it to, like, try and fix Who it. Who did Tyler so choose? Elden. Oh, nice. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Liz? I had Virgil. I loved everything about him. I feel like yeah. that was like, like what Molly said, like that just he felt as though he needed to do this, but he didn't have the tools, but he's still helping. And he really is softening, softening up and gave the job to Vince, even though he really does not care for the kid. But like, oh, wait, he, is his name Virgil? Did I call him Ray? Yes, but it's it's Ray's barbecue right is that yeah. supposed to be his yes. is that like his dad's name maybe i'm not really sure it's like virgil big mary it's and then i think of him as ray as well yeah yeah it's like but interchangeable yeah. yeah like yeah. literally list i was like who's virgil and i'm and like yes like, ray of course like right we both were like oh we know who you're talking about yeah that's really truly why i picked him was the reasons why you did as well and i'm happy to see his growth and i hope it continues more I look forward to seeing maybe he could be a more of a father figure to Vince after all, because Vince obviously doesn't have that person in his life currently. So, yeah. Michelle? Yeah, I chose Vince. I just was very proud of him in this episode. I feel like he went forward. He's had the courage to go to coach. Like, hey, can you help me? Can you vouch for me? He got a job. He's doing really good at the job. He holds back with Jess. He holds back with Landry. Mm -hmm. Much respect to Landry. Okay. I'm going to, you know, holds back with Calvin and his buddies. I I just, I really, I'm proud of him. Yeah. I had him as a blue ribbon. I was very proud of him as well. Yeah. So I know we talked about, we had trouble with shittiest. Liz, did you have a shittiest? I actually just put McDick because like JD, even though he's not there, he's still a dick. No, we had that. People wrote JD, even though he was really wasn't in this episode. Because he's, he's a just... disrespectful little fucking brat. Right. Yeah. Can you guys confirm something for me before Molly has her shittiest? Mm-hmm. Are we phasing them out? Because we haven't seen them in the last two weeks. We saw like a little bit of them to remember them here. But like, it's okay. I thought that was a spider. Um, <laughs> It's okay. They're not on the island. Okay. I figured that. But are we like phasing them out? Like there, there will, there's a. A thing that's going to happen. Okay. That's it. But that's all I need to For know. the most part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, I said I wasn't yeah. going to make big predictions because I truly don't remember. But I know. Well, you. I mean, yeah. you'd remember if they were like coming into next season, right? I know that for sure. Yeah. I can confirm that if you want, but. Are they? I won't. No. Okay. I didn't think so. It's interesting because like they were such good villains. So it's like interesting that like we didn't need those villains anymore. Yeah. But I did give a blue ribbon to Joe because I thought he was being really manipulative about mm-hmm. the like, oh, well, the split and the whatever. I don't know. I just don't like him. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. But my my uh, primary <laughs> shittiest, I actually said Mayor Rodell because she won't turn the lights yes. on. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. I couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, I know. I put Calvin and his friends. Cop out. It's a cop out. Yeah. And. Tyler actually put Luke, which like I think is pretty like probably controversial. Hmm. He was like, 
I think he was like into the first interaction he had with Becky where he was like, okay, like whatever, you know, and then they're like, I think probably second where he was kind of like, I'm, you know, I don't know that I'm comfortable with that. Like I'm going to have to live with that or whatever. He was kind of, Tyler's like, I don't know, wrong move, man. Hmm. Like don't wow. try and like put your, like, this isn't about you. This is about her. So like, don't anyway. So hmm. he picked Luke, which I thought was interesting. He doesn't like have any beef with Luke, but interesting that is interesting yeah because i didn't read it like that same i was like really okay with him at least giving his two cents like this this kid is his (laughs) you know yeah Mm -hmm. and caring like as a young boy right he could have been like oh gotta get rid of it oh i can't live my life like that you know right yeah yeah i thought it was interesting too because like i kind of did the same thing and but like it was interesting because like Tyler had obviously the male perspective on it, which like yeah. you would think would be kind of flip flopped, right? And so I thought it was interesting. He thought that, and maybe he was just putting himself in like those shoes. I don't know, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was an huh. interesting. Uh, let's go into our booster of the week. Liz, who's our lion booster? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Our booster is Tish. Tish. Tish, um, I wanted to actually thank you on on Mike for sending Michelle and I birthday presents. It's been um, a while since then, and I, we just wanted to thank you so much and that we miss chatting with you. I know you're, you're yeah. in and out because you're so busy, but we love when we get to hear from you and with your One Tree Hill uh, goodness and all of the gossip and drama that's going on over there on that channel. But we just wanted to shout you out and say thank you and that we are always love when we get to hear from you and we love that you continue your support and we, again, appreciate all of your thoughtfulness. Thank you, Tish. She sent us the most delicious smelling candles. Yes. And like little... You guys should check out her podcast, TV Deep Dive. I will link it in the show notes. Yes. And she talks about teen dramas and stuff. Definitely check it out. I also want to shout out Cambria for joining our Patreon. They joined the Clear Hearts uh, tier. My my brain just like went out. Liz saw that. Liz saw the train just leaving the station. (laughs) Uh, But thank you so much for joining our Patreon. We appreciate you. Okay. So an emoji for this episode to pair what are we thinking? I was thinking a light bulb for the light. Okay. I also was thinking maybe like a pregnant person, but I feel like, did we use that before when Tammy was pregnant? When maybe. Tammy was pregnant? Um, what else? Molly, what do you think? I never got to think about the emoji. Um, I always forget to think about the emoji. It's okay. Yeah. I think either of those is good. I think um, for the purposes of like you know, putting it in an Apple review, the light bulb was maybe easier to true. use. That is true. <laughs> like, you know, light up your life with photo There Betty. you go. There you go. <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about. If you've made it this far, we always pair an emoji with the episode in hopes that you will leave us an Apple podcast review. If you're enjoying the show over there, rate us five stars. You can use Molly's tagline. That would be amazing. Also, send us the emoji. We just want to know you're listening. You can send us an email, a DM on Instagram, in the Discord. We love when we get them. Just send us the emoji. You don't even have to send us any text. We just want to know you're listening. And it makes yes. us so happy. So thank you. Yeah. All right, Liz. 
going to give you the title for next week. Next week we are live. We are. So if you are part of our Patreon and you enjoy that sort of thing, you can come join us. We're going to watch the episode and then you can watch us uh, talk about it live. Okay, so this is for season four, episode 10, titled I Can't. Okay. And the quote is, why do you keep doing this to me? I mean, am I that bad, Vince? Oh, I was gonna. Th- I was thinking we were going Becky there, like to Tim, Vince. Yeah, to Jess, to Jess for sure, because she's acting super weird around him, and I can tell as we've mentioned, like yes, there is a history, but like why? Like I want to hear from her mouth why she's so afraid to like give in to him. Obviously, we know Landry is there as well, but Vince is probably like, wait, we have maybe we have done this before and I don't really understand why you cut it off. Or maybe I do understand, but like, I don't think I'm that bad for you or that bad anymore or trying to get better. So can't you just see that I'm trying to get better? Yeah. I'm interested. Well, I mean, I I think she's super great for Landry. I also just love Landry with anyone that he's with because he's such a good partner that he'll be great to anyone and they'll be great to him because he's so amazing. So I like them together because I feel like it's different and fun and fresh. But, and I feel like he's, while he's really invested, he's not like Tyra invested, you know, like this obsession, at least not yet. And maybe he learned his lesson and his heart will never heal truly. And he's like, can't let myself jump in with two feet because of that whole situation. So maybe he'll be like heartbroken, but like not enough where he's calling her and saying, I'll never forget about you (laughs) kind of thing. Right. You know, and maybe Jess and Vince will eventually try it. Okay. Going off of what Liz said, Molly, I know you've watched ahead, so... You, you know what happens. How do you feel about Landry and Jess? Do you like them as a couple where they are at now? Yeah. I mean, I think they're really cute. I feel like Landry's always kind of like the unexpected love interest just because he is kind of like put up as like the nerdy, you know, like weird band kid, you know, whatever. So, and like Jess is obviously like has like a very different life than him. And so I like, I, I mean, to your point, too, Liz, like I like Landry with anyone because he's just such a good, likable guy that it's like makes like the transitive property of him makes the relationship likable. Um, I just feel Mm. like so I do like them together and I don't want Landry to get his feelings hurt because I love him. But I just feel like there's like I don't I can't even like explain it because we haven't really seen a ton yet. But like I feel like they're. Vince and Jess's chemistry is really good. So I don't know. I just like, I feel like I want to see that happen with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a Tim Lila situation where Mm. Tim like couldn't seem to get it together until Lila's like, all right, I'll, I will do this with you. And he was like, whoa, I needed that so much. And I needed guidance where I feel like Mm -hmm. Jess is, already been that inspiration in Vince's life and especially obviously in his mother's life like everyone sees like oh Jess she's gonna go places she's driven she's a good girl she helps the family out she's hardworking. and then Vince is like wow that's really attractive I mean obviously she's gorgina so we know why he's attracted to her and also of all the qualities that she holds so I feel like already her being in his life changes him Mm -hmm. 
So I can only imagine them being in a romantic relationship that that would just really go the distance. I'm hopeful. I'm here for it either way. No, I'm like a broken record with that. Like any couple, give me any couple, just not Becky and Tim. <laughs> just not Becky and Tim. <laughs> the other couple, I'm cool. We're good. We're golden. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah. I can't though. I mean, nobody asked me if they think she's going to have the baby or not. And I'd like to just give my two cents here. Go ahead. Take the stage. <laughs> I would... I would love to see a baby, obviously, because I'm pro-babies all the time. Love babies. I'm also, you know, pro-choice as well. So she can please do what's best for her life and body. Um, I would think it would just be really interesting dynamic to bring a teen pregnancy into this mix. So I'm in a way hopeful for it, but also like can understand why it wouldn't happen too. maybe it's just something that like shook her up. It's going to shake up the whole situation and we're going to go forward from there. But if I had to predict, she probably won't have the baby. Okay. Just saying. Uh, Last but not least, we do have Will's football poetry corner. Strong side. The strong side of the field is half the field with the most offensive players. For example, if a team has a formation with two tight ends and one receiver on the left side, the left side is the strong side. This episode is where everyone shows their strong sides between Buddy, Julie, Vince, Landry, Luke, Becky, Coach Taylor, Tammy, Tim, the organizer, Virgil. Everyone is following their moral compass and looking out for other people or taking a stand in their own personal lives. Yeah. Beautiful. That's why we couldn't pick a shittiest because everyone was doing their due due diligence. I know. So. That was great, Will. Thank you so much. Uh, Molly. Thank you so much for being here. Hi. This is so it fun. It was so exciting. I love it. Hopefully I will talk Friday Night Lights like all the time. Awesome. My sister's like, you're obsessed. You have to stop talking to me about it. Oh, well, no, that's what <laughs> So are you for. liking where season five is going? And do you have like, obviously without telling me, but like, do you have like hopes for what you're going to see in the finale? Like, is it going <sighs> a, a place where you feel like you could like see with the future in a way? Yeah. I mean, I think that like... I don't know. Like, I am a little bit nervous that the finale is going to just be like full, like, um, like viewer. What's like, there's a term I'm looking for where it's like, um, they just like write something in like to like please the viewers. You know what mm. I mean? So, okay. like, I am a little bit nervous about that. Um, just because like you kind of want to rally the troops, but like, I have faith in the writers. I think that they'll, you know, do it justice. I think, yeah, I think that the thing that I'm like the most interested in how it'll go down is like where we end up with coach. Cause I feel like, like the whole, I don't know, like there was the whole team you thing and like, he's such a good coach. And I feel like there, I don't know, there would be like an easy, like, okay, coach is like leaving high school coaching and is going on like that's not a spoiler. Like I don't, that doesn't happen as far as I know. And then they bring everybody back to like do some sort of tribute to coach or something. So like, that's how you get to see smash and Jason and Matt and Tim, like everybody. And then like the current players, like kind of everybody in the room or something. Mm. I have no idea if that happens or not. That's just, I would love it. I can see that happening. Who's currently like your favorite character in season five? Like whose storyline have you enjoyed the most so far? That's a good question i feel like i really 
continue liking Jess a lot. I think she's like a really strong female character, like opposite of Julie in the way where we're saying like, she just has to be with a guy and blah, 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 whatever. Like Jess is very, like she has her own moral compass. She like sticks to what she believes in. She stands up for what she believes in. She has like really good priorities. You know, she's just like passionate and smart and all those things. I just really, really like her a lot. Um, So she's one of my favorite characters moving into season five. Um, Okay. I'm that's why I wanted to just give me a little taste of what to expect. And I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Do you remember Michelle? Yeah. All right. Oh, if she remembers. And I love the finale, <laughs> the series finale. So I hope when I rewatch it, yeah, for this podcast and with you guys, and you know, I wasn't dissecting it and discussing it and nauseum, right? But I hope I feel the same way. Yeah, I'm sure you will because we've loved every minute yeah. of it thus yeah. far. I remember you know? Aunt and I were both really like we were satisfied and happy with it. So it would be weird if I was like, oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you need a rewrite. Yeah. Right. Uh, but thank you again, Molly. We so appreciate you joining us. Thank you, Molly. You're just a wonderful guest. And hopefully you win the guest spot again so you can come back and talk with us. Yeah. Come back season five. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like my opportunities for FNL is like dwindling, but like, you know, we've got seven more seasons of We Are Liars. So, so true. You know, come so check true. us out on We Are Liars Absolutely. if you're. I'm talking Texas forever. There fan. she goes. We don't pay any of them, we swear, but we they don't. always seem to to <laughs> give know. us some promo. <laughs> they just promote for us. They're amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Well, come back next week. We'll be discussing episode 10, I Can't. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.